night. Peter was always sailing here, there, and everywhere, and he would often call me in the middle of the night, so it really wasn't unexpected. Even when I heard Alan Sefton's voice asking if he could come up to the house, I was not surprised. Maybe Alan's twisted his ankle on his morning jog, or he wants a cup of tea. I didn't think anything else but that. I put on my dressing gown and came downstairs, but as I came towards the front door, I could see through the glass that there was not just one person there, but several figures. So, instantly, something's wrong. I just had this flicker. It all happened very quickly. I opened the door, and there were Alan and Scott Chapman, Peter's colleagues in Blake Expeditions, and two close friends of mine, David and Judy Allen, whose son Robin was on Seamaster with Peter. No time to think— It still didn't occur to me what was going to happen. And then Alan stepped in the door. Pete's dead. I just stood there. My mind went blank. I couldn't comprehend at all what he was saying. It was a completely abstract thing to be saying. I couldn't take that in. Then, thinking, Sarah Jane and James, their father might be dead. Suddenly, conscious. Am I going to cry? What am I going to do? How am I going to react to this? I've got these people here. What am I going to do? and I actually remember thinking, I'm not going to cry. How awful that I thought that. But it was all just beyond comprehension. The children, their very close relationship with Peter, really, our very close family connection. I did start to cry. Everyone came in. We all hugged each other. Ellen started explaining to me what had happened. David and Judy, my close friends, took over. David, a surgeon and a very caring person, immediately went upstairs and got my duvet and wrapped it round me. More talk, questions, everyone else on the boat was all right. Then, all of them simultaneously. Peppa, you've got to go down and tell the children immediately because it will be on the news. We were at our home in Emsworth, a seaside town in the south of England. Sarah Jane was at university in Bristol, two hours' drive away, and James was at school in Dorset, an hour away. The news? Pete's really well known in New Zealand, but not so much here. No comprehension, just complete shock and disbelief. But they insisted. Judy said, right, I'll drive you to Bristol. No memory of getting dressed or other details. But then a switch into practical mode. I must tell my parents, most important, dreading it, ringing my father. Something awful, awful has happened to Peter. Judy drove me the couple of minutes to their house, and of course they weren't dressed, and they were coming down the stairs, putting their dressing gowns round them. Peter's been killed. He's been shot in the Amazon. He's dead. My mother in shock, just hugging herself. My father, so fond of Peter, throwing his hands up. Oh, God! Father Almighty, I knew something had happened. He'd had some sort of premonition. Then I had to leave them, awful to leave, to go to the children. On that terrible journey, I was in business-like mode, calling people who I thought should know that Peter had been killed. They were, of course, all crying, but not me. I was in practical mode. After much calling, I managed to get hold of James' housemaster, Andrew Hobbs, at his boarding school. Having lost his own father at fourteen, Andrew was a tower of strength, so caring towards James, then fourteen himself, and to all of us. We made a plan to arrive at the school later, after picking up Sarah Jane, so James and the other kids wouldn't see me arrive, because that would be unnatural and cause worry. 
Finally, I got hold of someone in the drama department at Sarah Jane's university. I explained what had happened. We agreed she would go into her lecture as usual, and after I had arrived, they'd call her out. Judy and I arrived, and the porter said we could just park in a place that you'd normally be towed away from, and they'd put a room aside for us. They went to get Sarah Jane. Your father has been killed, shot dead. He's dead. She screamed and got quite hysterical, and that was awful. Awful. We went back to her hostel to pack up some things. She wasn't going to be coming back for a while, so the university said they would pack up her room. Sarah Jane in floods of tears, people looking at her aghast, me having to tell them what had happened. It was near the end of her first term at university, so she didn't know many people yet to form relationships with. Setting off for James' school, most of the journey Sarah Jane sang, Poor James, poor James.